You're listening to a Countout Podcast. everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters i am your host becky manfredi and joining me as always is the other host of this show zach into deep batista zach how you doing my man i'm i'm chilling it was a nice day out today uh you know classic new jersey weather oh yeah i I do not i was i do not know what it is like outside because i woke up mega late for this recording (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's just wet and cold. The gray, wet and cold, classic Jersey. Classic, love it. I love gray, wet and cold. Uh, <laughs> it, I mean, it's it's perfect weather for a Monday, right? Yeah, yeah. It's very, uh, <laughs> very much fits the mood of what a Monday is. Uh, yeah, I'm going full Garfield here. I hate Mondays. I actually don't hate Mondays. <laughs> Mondays, Mondays are usually like my weekend because I work at a restaurant. So like my Mondays are usually like when I actually have the day off for once. So I actually don't hate Mondays at all. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! Wow, that's that's a rare case. Because Mondays, Mondays are like my Saturdays. Oh yeah, yeah true, true, yeah. Like I, I just, I just, I have the day off. Well, not not today, but like usually I have the day off. But man, like everyone hates Mondays, and I'm just like, ah, Monday. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we are not here to talk about uh, Monday. We are here to talk about uh, a wrestling event we went to this Saturday. Which was GCW in too deep at the showboat in Atlantic City. We were there live. If you if you were uh, if you were one of the lucky handful of people to get a free T-shirt, you would know we were there live because we were bugging everybody about getting free T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, no, you put in we you put in some major fucking work. Uh, props to you, man. <laughs> fucking hell. hey, man, I had a lot of T-shirts I wanted to give away. Yeah. I was feeling generous. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we we had a backpack full of shirts. We had a backpack full of shirts, and now we have less of that because we gave away uh, a nice handful. So if you're one of the lucky few to get a shirt, uh, we'd love to know. Tweet at us at Indie Waters if you're listening, uh, and let us know. Show us, send us a picture of you in the shirt. We'd love to see it. Uh, anyway, let's go over this card really quick because we went to this show because we we saw one match. We saw that Speedball Mike Bailey was going to be there, and it was like, well, now we gotta go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, this card, all together, started off with, of course, the GCW Classic, a scramble match. Mm-hmm. It was a seven-way scramble match between Gringo Loco, Shane Mercer, Drago Kid, Dante Leon, Dante Leon, Ray, Jimmy Lloyd, and ASF. Then, we had an intergender match between Jordan Oliver and Monster Slamovich. We had a match between Alex Zane and ACH. We had a bit of a, a, bit of a, a different match than what was on the card with a uh, three-on-three uh, tag team match, which was supposed to be, which was supposed to be a triple threat tag team match between Bussy, SGC, and 
the Briscoes, but the Briscoes had a last-minute emergency, so the match ended up being a uh, six-man tag team match, which was SGC, Second Gear Crew, Mance Warner, AJ Gray, and Matthew Justice, taking on the team of Bussy, Ali Catch, and Effie, with their friend Grim Reefer. Uh, then we had Blake Christian versus Biff Busick. We had Speedball Mike Bailey versus Joey Janela. We had a GCW TOS 7 qualifying match between Hoodfoot and Akira. Another GCW TOS T- uh, 7 qualifying match between Slade and Sawyer Wreck. And a GCW ultraviolet title match between John Wayne Murdoch and Cole Raderick. That's a fucking long card. Uh... <laughs> There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine matches. Yep. It's a pretty, uh, pretty good card. Do remind me, uh, I think Second Gear Crew had AJ Gray with them, right? That was their third member? Well, well, Second Gear Crew is AJ Gray. It it is, AJ like, Gray is in Second Gear. Yeah, it was AJ Gray, Mance Warner, and Matthew Joseph. Yeah, okay. I was, just, I was like, hmm, I can't remember if this has something else or not. Anywho, yeah. uh, let's let's get fucking into it because we can yeah, hear all day talking let's, about some of these matches. Let's start at the top with uh, the scramble, the seven, the seven way scramble match. Uh, what do we think about this one? I mean, it's a fucking scramble match. It's like, it was it was like exactly what I wanted. And the moment I saw ASF yeah. Drago Kid and I saw Gringo Loco walking to the ring with Shane Mercer, Lucha I'm like, okay, I'm like we're gonna Lucha get Lucha shit. shit. Okay, and it's exactly what you think it's gonna be if you haven't ever seen a scramble match. But if you haven't seen mm-hmm. one. It's just a massive chaotic spot fest. Yeah, it's a massive chaotic spot fest. Everyone's trying to get their stuff in. It's uh, it's just fun. There's a lot of cool one-on-one matchups that happen that you probably wouldn't have, that you probably wouldn't have seen otherwise. Um, mm-hmm. it's really like uh, Shane Mercer was absolutely like throwing people around and looking like an absolute monster. Uh, Gringo Loco was flying around the ring. Drago Kid was flying around the ring. ASF, like everyone was just doing wild stuff. Did, J, uh, I think ASF hit Jimmy Lloyd with a Canadian Destroyer off of Shane Mercer's shoulders or something like that. Yes, that uh, was ridiculous. That's a good one. I liked uh, the spot where they were just kind of one upping each other. Like one guy would do a suicide dive, the other person would be like, "Well, fuck you, I can do that too," and they would just keep yeah. one upping each other. <laughs> Mike and they was, like, the poor guys on the ground. <laughs> The poor yeah. dudes on the ground kept getting up and he kept getting knocked back down. They kept getting up and they're like, all right, time to catch somebody else. There was uh, a bunch of really cool spots here. My favorite, though, has to probably be when um, Shane Mercer got ASF on his shoulders and uh, Gringo Loco, I think, had Drago Kid by, um, or it might have been Jimmy Lloyd, actually, now that I think about it, and like mm-hmm. a wrist lock. And the two of them, like, sk- like were doing like a, um, they walked across the top rope towards each other. Mm-hmm. And then, um, if I recall correctly, Mercer hit a Death Valley, it's like a Death Valley driver slash Spanish fly on Loco and ASF off the rope, yeah. and then Jimmy Lloyd, and I want to say, it was, this might have actually been where Jago kid in, Lloyd and whoever uh, Mercer's holding on to kick each other in the face, and I was like, yep, that's a scrabble match for you. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, and then everyone was just down in the middle of the ring, it was just... It's just, these are just fun to watch. I think it's a great way to get the crowd into it and get the crowd hyped, just watching everybody do all this crazy shit, and then it's like, all right, time to get into the card, you know? Yeah. Because this Uh, match wasn't advertised, but GCW always ends up doing a scramble of some sort, you know, just to get people on the card, which is cool, Mm -hmm. I think. It's always nice. Uh, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So the one who won this was uh, Gringo Loco. Yep. He hit a spinning avalanche powerbomb off the top rope for the win. Uh, I hope they both feel better today. 
because my god did the or I guess they feel better now because that landing was rough. Yeah, yeah, there was a there was a few rough landings in this one. A uh, few spots didn't go completely as planned. But it's a scramble match, so as the name implies, it's a bit of a scramble. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> anyway, uh, the way this match ended, uh, was with I believe Gringo Loco. Yeah, as I just said, he hit it. Oh yeah, power yeah, bomb yeah off the sorry. Top. Yeah, he hit That's that right. big power bomb off the top to Shane Mercer. Ended up winning the match. What would you give this match, Mikey? I give it a minute. It was fine. It was fun. It was a great way to get me hyped for the pay per view. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing, nothing wild though. Uh, I'll give it the high man because I wasn't expecting Lucha, and I was like, "All right, it's a surprise, it's a surprise to be sure, but a welcome one indeed." Sick, sick. All right, let's move on to the next match. Uh, this was the opening. This was well, I guess not really the opening, but this was the next match on the card. This was Jordan <laughs> Oliver taking on Masha Slamovich. I was very excited when I saw this match. Yeah. Uh. Masha Slamovich looking like an absolute killer as usual, and Jordan Oliver coming in young, dumb, and broke, trying to represent. Uh, and this was this was a solid matchup. These two really threw everything they had at each other and showed uh, showed everyone why why they're main eventers in GCW, right? Why they're doing big things in GCW? Why they keep getting booked? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're awesome. Yeah, they had these two had a really. Really good match with each other. Uh, I appreciated Oliver working over Masha's leg and then Masha doing a good job of selling it. I appreciated the strikes from both these two. Masha's mm-hmm. slaps and chops and Jordan's forearms. Yep. Uh, there were some really nice spots, such as uh, Jordan going off the apron and hitting a... He got like an off-the-apron stunner onto Masha and then s- absolutely destroyed her with a sit-out powerbomb. That I remember thinking to myself, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, he he really fucking went in. The sit out was it? The electric chair by Masha uh, onto Jordan onto the apron was really nice too. Especially mm-hmm. since yes, you never was. fucking see an electric chair these days, ever. Yeah, just an electric chair right right on the apron. It was like, oh, it was so rough, dude. I remember was, I he. I don't know why you don't see electric chairs anymore. It's such a cool move. Maybe it's just the way. Maybe taking it sucks, and no one wants to take it. I don't know. It feels like it's the same as taking a power bomb, right? Like you're falling the same way. I guess so. Mm, maybe it just doesn't have the impact. Someone out there, mark my words, someone out there will somehow find a way to make an electric chair look as cool as Kyrie Sane makes an elbow drop look. Kyrie Sane is the best elbow drop in the game, and it's not even close. Mm hmm. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, was, uh, and then Jordan won this with. Oh, what, what the hell? It's the whale driver, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, the, that, the, it's like a weird, it's like a spit out powerbomb almost too, right? Yeah, it's like, he like hooks, like their, um, Masha's like one leg, it's kind of, honestly, now that I think about it, it looks a lot like Buddy Matthews' finisher, except instead of flipping them over, he just power bombs them to the ground. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was after he, as I wrote here, withstood a spinning backhand from Masha that damn near knocked him out. Yeah. Yeah. Had a very Masha, nice Masha almost destroyed him with that one. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he was uh, he was young, dumb, and young, dumb, and broken. He uh, he shot, he shot there. <laughs> young, dumb, and broken is very good. <laughs> uh, sometimes things just work out. Um, so, what are you gonna give this match, Mikey? Uh, I'm giving this match a high, Matt. I thought it was really good. They really kicked the crap out of each other, and uh, really made me. I really got into this match. I was super stoked. I uh, honestly, I wanted Masha Slamovich to win, but that's just me. But either way, this match was still really good, and uh, they both put on a solid, solid matchup. Yeah. 
I'm also going to give it a high meh. Uh, this match gave me pretty much everything I wanted to and just a little bit more because I was actually pleasantly surprised to see Jordan technically attacking Masha's leg because I'm, I'm used to him, you know, flying around the ring and selling like death. And I got that because Masha hit some nasty-looking shots at him that he just sold very mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So I will also give it a high meh, but I didn't already say that. I can't so, stop yawning. This is ridiculous. Um, yeah, next up. Next up, we got Alex Zane taking on ACH. Uh, this match was wild. These two killed each other. It's been a minute since I've seen ACH, and I was reminded watching this match why he was so damn good when he was on. Uh, why I thought he was so damn good when he was on TV a lot more. Mm-hmm. These the chops and strikes in this match, bro, were fucking gunshots in that. In the show, yeah, dude, they were killing each other. They were throwing them as hard as they could. You know, I don't know who decided to say, "Just chop me as hard as you can. I'll do the same back." But it was, it definitely got the uh, the reaction they wanted to. Yeah, dude, I I was wincing at like a lot of these. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of uh, these two were. I mean, the match. If you've ever seen Alex Zane or ACH, this match, what you think it is? But for those of you that don't know. Heavy strikes, the cat, well, the heavy strikes is more of a surprise, but sometimes these two have good strikes. Uh, really athletic shit. Like, yeah. r- like some Cirque Desolation. Like, there was a point where ACH just, like, he got a, he leapfrogged over Alex A, and I remember thinking to myself, you got way too much height for a simple leapfrog. What the fuck? Yeah. And, like, the two of them were, <laughs> these two traded a Hurricane Rana dropkick tope, basically, with each other. And I was like, this is, they, these two have cardios of mad lads. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, those, those two just went and went and went. I think the best looking spot, or best, or my favorite spot of this match was when um, I believe it was ACH went to go hit Zayn with a Hurricane Ron off the top rope, but Zayn caught him, and then he went to throw him down, and ACH somehow landed on his feet as mm-hmm. Zayn like landed on his feet as well. And I remember thinking to myself, okay. Now you're just showing off. All right. <laughs> now you're just showing off. Come on. Come on. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. They were um. Yeah, they were back to back with each other. Uh, yes, I remember now. ACH jumped into him. Zane tried to the, uh, powerbomb. He turned it into a Hurricane Rana, and then they land back to back. And I was like, okay. Yeah, the only wild. There was only one spot where it was really rough because it's similar to the last spot where I said like he countered the Hurricane Rana, except ACH jumped into Zane, and or no, Zane jumped into ACH, and yeah, ACH was on the top rope. ACH was on the top rope, and it looked like Zane was going to jump up to the top rope with him and do a Hurricane Rana, but then Zane slipped and almost fell onto the apron and fell like onto the apron. Yeah, so which which got a you fucked up chant from the crowd, of course, because yeah, nothing else you could do there. And then the really sad part is then right after this, they went for a pin. And ACH had his shoulders up, but the ref made it. The ref then, I guess, almost messed the count up because the crowd then immediately was like, "Fuck this ref!" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Fuck." It I was close. The- yeah, like the ref like slammed his hand down, but it was like one of those where it was like missing and it, like he hit anyway by accident. And he was like, "No, it was two. Don't ring the bell." Yeah, and the and the crowd was very much like, "You fuck this ref." Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, "That's unfortunate." Yeah, I think this match all in all was was good though. It was. Uh, Zane won with a Crunchwrap Supreme off the top rope onto ACH. What a, still, a, still the best name. For There's a, a reason why I own a shirt for his that says Flip Moss. 
It's Flip I, Moss, baby. I one of these days. He has, the Baja just, Bla- he has the Baja Blast tights. I I one of these days when he, if he ever gets on TV, he needs a sponsorship from Taco Bell. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this was a good match. Outside of the little bit of uh, rough looking spots towards the end, I thought this was a really good showing from both these guys. Um, again, I sound like a broken record, but I'm giving it a high math. Yeah, me too. Uh, I agree. This match was solid. There was a lot of great spots. There was that one little mess up, but I don't think it affected the match too too much. Um, and now I want Taco Bell. Yeah, no, I would. I could kill a Baja Blast and a Crunch Wrap now. Yeah, now that I think about it. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next match before we get too hungry. Yeah, yeah. We got Second Gear Crew, AJ Gray, Mads Warner, and Matthew Justice taking on Alley Catch, Effie, and Grim Reefer. The team of Bussy uh, was it. so this. So the the two tag teams came out for this match. Mads Warner and Matthew Justice came out. Yeah. Then uh, Bussy came out, or Bussy came out, of course. Uh, and then all of a sudden, out of out of nowhere, AJ Gray came out. Yeah, and I remember thinking to myself, "Okay, second gear crew makes sense." I don't know why you're out here right now, but okay. Yeah, then AJ Gray gets in the ring, uh, and is and he's like, "Listen, we're all SGC here. Why don't we have a three on three match? If you can find somebody." And then Ali Catch is like. She grabs the mic and she says, "What you think, Bussy don't have friends? You think Bussy don't have friends back there?" Uh, and she calls out Grim Reefer, who comes to the ring, and we get a three-on-three match between these two, which I think ended up being pretty solid. I thought it was, yeah, that's a pretty much my bet. The best way I would describe it is a it was a solid hardcore match. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, of course, right away, Reefer doing his thing, getting the joint out, doing all the spots with the joint. Everyone was uh, very excited to see this. Everyone was taking their hits, yeah. Very nice time. Uh, Allie and Mance had like a strike and then headbutt off that I remember yeah, thinking myself. Yeah, that was fun. It was a fun one. It went a bit long for me, but I thought it was fun. The I, I swear to God, like I was so worried. at the, There was a spot later in this match where Justice just clipped Effie to the head with a chair and i swear it looked like the chair hit him like right across the head despite his hands being up and i was like oh no don't do that we've seen that yeah. we've, we've seen effie take chair shots straight I, to his face though i do not like chair shots to the head like on principle like, that's I, fair i'm just like mm. and like when they get their hands away i'm like all right that's fine but this one it just looked like he put his hands up and the chair went over it like the chair was like <laughs> fuck your hands dude he went bonk yeah he got bonk and then he got then he got destroyed by a Death Valley driver through a door. Yeah, that was a crazy. That was another crazy spot. Oh, uh, one of my favorite spots in this match was when they had the door set up, and it looked like SGC was about to like suplex Effie through the door. Yeah, like off the top rope, and then uh, Reefer and Alley Catch got up to got up to them on the apron and just beat like. Like knocked them off of Effie, and then they grabbed them both and did a double power bomb to Gray and Warner through the door. Very good. Yeah, it was super cool. Uh, uh, the, I don't know. The, I think this was just a solid matchup between these two. It was a good. I it, obviously, obviously, it sucks we didn't get the Briscoes, but yeah. Uh, I think this match was a nice way to fill fill the fill the spot, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed being able. to... We got to see AJ Gray. We got to see Grim Reefer, who were both not on the card, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So that was that was cool. Uh, okay, so we forgot to mention, the winner of this was Second Gear Crew. They 
absolutely slaughtered Reefer with a Doomsday device. Yeah. Uh, I think Gray hit the Lariat with this Doomsday device, and I remember being like, oh, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, you know, Gre- Reef- Reefer just showed up to take the pin, basically. He, he, he was there make, a good make, time. Keep, keep the tag champs uh, looking strong. Yeah. Uh, I gave this match a meh. Same. It's fine. Yeah, it was good. Now... Let's go to uh, the part of the card where, in my these opinion... Next, these next two matches. Were, yeah, in my opinion, these two next two matches were the highlight of the card. Agreed. Uh, let's take a look at Blake Christian taking on Biff Busick, and oh my god. What a slugfest this was. Yeah, Holy moly. Two, they start off real quick and spilled into the crowd eventually. And, of course, because Mike and I got general admissions, we ran the fuck over to where they were. And these two were beating the shit out of each other around the outside. Yeah, yeah, dude. These two were murdering each other. It was wild. Blake Christian was not pulling any punches, and neither was Busick. Busick was... Abs- there, was one, there was one spot that I remember where Christian was going for, like, a springboard on the top rope something... Mm-hmm. And he came down and just Busick just annihilated him with a European uppercut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They were Busick was. I mean, all heart, all heart took his. Uh, took everything he had. That's yeah, sure. They were a they lot were, of. They were they were fighting on the outside. Uh, uh, there was one point where it looks like Busick was trying to power bomb Christian through like onto a couple of the uh, chairs that were together. Mm-hmm. In the crowd, and instead, Christian was able to backdrop Busick through them. That was a good spot. I liked when uh, he hung Christian up on the top rope, and then he uppercutted him to the outside. Yeah. Was, that was a good one. I I loved Blake's comeback here. Even though he died right after this to like a running knee and an uppercut from Busick, I just loved how he had this really... Like, this comeback of strikes and a half-and-half suplex, and got the crowd really amped, and then Busick was like, oh, boy, you have... You've messed up. Yeah. Ooh, you messed up, friend. And, uh... And then, my... I think my favorite spot was when Busick hit... I remember this specifically. He hit Christian with a chop, and I'm like, fuck. He hit him with a harder (laughs) chop, and I was like, oh... I'm like, no! And then he hit with a third, and I was like, fuck me, dude, why... How did you get more increasingly worse for him? Yeah. Oh, then he just European uppercutted him just over and over again. Mm-hmm. Then, At this point, I was like, I don't know how. I was I was a hundred percent on the train of Busick winning this match. Yeah. And then he uh, and then just as I, you think that he's gonna win this, he gets a door out, and Blake is like, "Fuck it," and he just suicides himself into the door in Busick. Yeah, that was wild. That looked really insane. Really fucking good looking spot. Yeah. And then, uh, just, Busick... just, I, I love the idea of Chris. Yeah, like you said, I love the idea of Christian just being like, fuck it. Like, I gotta do this. And he just wham. Yep. After this, there was a couple of really good spots, such as, uh, Blake frog splashing Busick as he's, like, hanging on the ropes, and they both just tumble to the outside. Mm hmm. And then eventually, by, after persevering, basically withstanding the storm that is. Biff Busick's punishment. Blake wins with a double stomp to Biff's back after he after he kicked out of everything that I described before, like all the chops, holds, slams, like just everything. He wins, and I was really fucking happy. Yeah, he uh he what did he win with again? What was the, the finishing spot? 
I it looked like a double stomp to the back, but I right yeah I, yeah I, yeah. I feel like it has to be something else, and I feel bad that I just do not remember what it is. Listen, there was so much shit that happened. It's true, but I was like in my head, I'm like when I saw this, I'm like I should have known what that is, but I I can't tell because I couldn't get a good spot. Blake wins though. The two have a really yeah. nice, like, you know, respect for each other because they had a really fucking good match that they had would not have been able to have where they previously had worked. That's for fucking sure. Mm-hmm. And then Blake just, he just put it all out there. He called out, like, four really, really top guys. Kushida, yeah, Moxley. Yeah. Who else? What are the other two? It was Kushida, it was Moxley, it was Alex Shelley. And it was Johnny Gargano. Yeah, and I remember with every one I increasingly went like, that fucks, that fucks, that, that fucks, fucks, that fucks. That fucks. Yeah. I'm like, you, any four of these individuals, you have them on a match with you, and it will probably be a great match. Jeez, can you imagine if uh, Blake Christian wins the the GCW world title for Moxley? Imagine the That'd pop. wild. I'd also would like to see what he would do as champion and see if, like, he could prove his charisma, because I know a lot of people's complaints with him right now is that his charisma is not as good as his in-ring work. Mm-hmm. Even the, and as much as I love him, I kind of have to agree, so I'm hoping if they do belt him, he thrives in that role. You know what I mean? Yeah. Me too. Anyway, in case you can't tell, us a mark out from me. I fucking love this match. Yeah, this match was absolutely a mark out. It was unbelievable. These two fucking murdered each other. This was some, like, New Japan shit with the fucking strikes they were giving each other. Mm-hmm. Now, let us get to what you and I originally went to this show for. Yeah, this, this I think, this was close between, for me, uh, this was, it was between this match and the last match for Match of the Night, I think. Mm-hmm. This match. For me, at least, in my, in my personal opinion. I would agree with you. Uh, so, let's get into it. This was Speedball Mike Bailey versus Joey Janela. Uh, <sighs> man, dude. Joey Janela can go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, spoiler alert, Joey Janela. <laughs> Joey Janela and Mike Bailey. Really good wrestlers. People like to talk a lot of shit about Joey, but dude, he could he he just he just he's a good wrestler. He's good at what he does. Yeah. There were a lot of good spots. I can't go through all of them obviously, so I'll go through the and Mike and mm-hmm. I will go through the ones that we liked the most. I loved when Bailey started this match off hot and hit like the big like soup like barrage of kicks to Joey while he's on the apron until he's just on the ground like stop man I'm bombed down come on <laughs> please mm-hmm. there were a lot of uh there were oh my god uh let's see there were the there was eventually when the two of them got back into the ring the I like the roll off off they had where uh, mm-hmm. Bailey ended it by throwing Joey into the bottom rope out to the outside and then doing his patented uh second rope moonsault onto him from the outside uh from the inside of the ring. Yeah. That was fucking great. Uh then there's of course the merch table spot that put a hole in a table. Yeah, it didn't even break the table. It just nope. like it broke they broke through the middle of it. It was, uh, they were fighting on the, they, they brought, they went to the outside, they were fighting on top of this table, and then, uh, it looked like Janela was trying to, like, powerbomb him or something, but Bailey then, like, trips him, and Joey's laying on this table, and then Bailey does his moonsault, uh, his moonsault meteora right into Joey's chest, and they just go right through it. 
Yeah, Jordan Oliver had a good picture on his Twitter of the of the carnage aftermath bit, and I was like, oh my god, it's literally just a circular hole in the table. I thought they, yeah, like... Yeah, it's a circular hole in the table, it's really I funny. thought, like, the table, like, the leg came out or something like that, but, like, no, they just put a hole in the fucking table. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was hilarious. It was, but it was also a really good spot. Mm-hmm. Um, Janela hit... Is this the spot I think it is where he air raid crashed Bailey onto the apron? I remember thinking your head was way too fucking close to getting clipped on that apron. Oh yeah, yeah. There was there was a there was some dangerous risky spots, but I would have I would expect literally nothing less from these two. Mm-hmm. I said I said it going in. I was like, listen, I know on paper that Janela Mike Bailey doesn't like seem like one of the coolest matches Bailey can have, but. I know for a fact that Joey Janela is going to be like, hey, you want to do some dumb shit? And Bailey would be like, hell fucking yes, I do. Because that's just Mike Bailey. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, I loved the, uh, the I wrote absolutely buck wild spot here because I was channeling my inner you, Mikey. Mm-hmm. Where these two like went back and forth hitting each other with strikes. Like really good, like solid kicks from Bailey, just, like forearms from Joey. And then they both hulked up. And Bailey dodged Janela. Uh, he uh, he just dogged Janela with kicks. Like I, I just he just dogged him. I remember thinking like, yeah. wow, you you should have just stayed down. Yeah, Why there you bother? Was, the 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 strikes in this match were insane. Bailey kicked out of basically everything. There were so many goddamn <laughs> near falls. Yeah, there was it was the wild. Joey drew, Joey threw everything he had at Bailey, and Back Bailey just driver. would would not stay down. There was a very I felt somewhat out of place spot here. Where okay, Bailey's waiting for the ultimate weapon, and Janela like stood up, and he just dadded him off the top rope. Like he ordered him, he's like, "Get down here and fight me right now." And I remember thinking to myself, "What the fuck?" Yeah, That's it odd. was that was kind of weird, but also Bailey's never wanted to turn down a fight, so of course he was like, "Yes, please." Yeah, and then he then Joey got his ass beat, and this is another time where I was like, "You should have just, just took the fucking you thing, should, man. Yeah, you should have just stayed down, buddy. You got annihilated there." Then the ending of this match, which is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these two, after going back and forth for God knows how long, uh, Janela slapped Speedball's mouth guard out of his mouth, and this is at this moment that I thought, oh, God, he's going to lose, isn't he? Yeah, dude, when he got that mouthpiece slapped out of his mouth, I was like, oh, man, that was a big, like you said, I, I also was in the camp of he's going to lose, isn't he? Oh, my God. That took the, that, uh, I, I usually say the word, um, slap the taste out of someone's mouth, but that, that takes the cake for it, that's for fucking sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then somehow, Mike Bailey comes back, knocks Janela down onto his back, and as he's getting up, hits him with the ultimate weapon, and then, uh, the Flamingo Driver, his other finisher, and pins him. Yeah, this match was absolutely bananas. The Flamingo Driver is almost like a one-winged angel, kind of. It's kind of, but, like, you have to, like, have your arm behind your back holding your opponent's foot because they have one foot down on your shoulder or something like that. That's it... why it's called the Flamingo Driver. Oh, actually, it... oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I never thought of it like that. Yeah, because the opponent's standing on one foot. But, you know, um, but yeah, oh, this match fucks. It's a markout. If you watch, if you yeah. get this pay-per-view, literally just watch those the two matches we just talked about, and you'll get your money's worth, and everything else is also great but those two matches god yeah those two matches definitely made the price of admission worth it like the other matches were good but they these two were like stand out great for me yeah and the crowd was already hot for like this whole pay-per-view and mm-hmm. this match everyone was losing their fucking minds yeah oh, this god. match was awesome all right 
<laughs> then we uh we had some th- Charles Nason called out Nate Webb. Uh, yeah. And 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 uh, Nick Gage, and then <laughs> Webb tried to attack him, and he just got choked the fuck out by a belt in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. Charles Mason went from a smug rich guy to a borderline sociopath. Now, he, he, I think we could have went without this spot. I'm gonna be real. Probably, but you know they want to set up other matches later, and that and so you know that makes sense. Yeah, I guess so. I, don't I mean, know. they clearly. I just, I just didn't. I didn't care about it, man. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Do your thing, I guess. I, they, I mean, they clearly see something in Mason because they gave him a mic to actually talk, which is mm-hmm. more than a lot of times I see on GCW. Yeah, no, you're right. So, I mean, hey, I'm willing to see if because I've never actually seen him wrestle. I don't think. I think I think saw him in a squash match. Oh, really? With Mason with Mance Warner, I think. Oh, Back when he was yeah, 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 yeah. It was a while. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago, which is why I was surprised. Now, so I'm, I am curious to see how he is in the ring because if he's as, if he's got as much charisma in the ring as he does when he's got the mic, I would be interested to see him do more. Me too. But anyway, back to the wrestling. Yes. Let's get into the death match portion of the card now. Yeah. Why don't we? Uh, we are, we have the of course the TOS seven qualifying matches. Uh. First one up was, of course, uh, Hoodfoot versus Akira. Uh, what do we think about this one? This is a good match. It's a good starting match, that's for sure. I there agree. There some wince-inducing fucking spots in this match, though. Oh, that's death matches, baby. Yeah, no, but this one, uh, this one had two of the things that make me uh, cringe. Uh, it had gusset plates, which yep. are normally bad, and then the two, of them, <laughs> the two of them jam gusset plates in each other's head. Uh, and they just, like, they do gusset plates off with each other's chests. I'm like, no. No. Please. Nope. That's a big, I mean, Stop. like. I mean, I'll watch it, and I'll appreciate it, but at the same time, fucking God. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was, that was tough. They that had, like, a gusset tough. plate door that Akira, like, just threw into Hoodfoot, and then he just kicked it into him. Yeah, like, why did you do that? And then there's the spot that gave me the most that I was like, why, God? I was, like, jumping around going, like, no. The no, fucking no, 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 weed no. whacker. Yeah, dude, There's that weed, they, they brought out a weed whacker. You could not like, pay me enough. why did you do that? That's so crazy. I, oh, the weed whacker spots, man. Those are too- tough to watch. They were. Uh, the most, the most Concerning one for me, surprisingly, was when the two of them were fighting over the weed whacker. Because my first thought was, "Oh my god, if if you accidentally turn that weed whacker on right somebody's now, somebody's getting about to... an eye gone or something, right? Like someone's yeah. getting hit in the face." Because Hoodfoot had it in his hand, and Akira basically like slipped underneath him, and he had it as he was getting beat up. He had it in his hand. I'm like, oh, "Please don't accidentally use this thing." And then inevitably, they both get it. Akira gets it to the back first, and then he baits Hoodfoot to use it on him again on his chest. So that he could snatch it from him and then trip him so that he could then put it into his back and his chest. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Uh, later on in this match, because, like, this match went on for a bit longer than I actually thought it was going to. Because, like, Hoodfoot yeah. just did not want to die. Like, Akira no. did a lot. He had the light tube powerbomb on Hoodfoot off the top rope. The standing slice bread into dragon sleeper hold that Hoodfoot... Almost tapped, or was almost knocked out from, but then he hit him with a backdrop driver while the whole floor was covered in glass. Mm-hmm. Then the ending of this match came a bit suddenly. IMO. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so Hoodfoot gets a chain 
and he wraps around his fist and Akira starts striking him and he's like hitting him so fast and I'm like okay dope and then he punches him in the face with the chained fist and I'm like okay there's gonna be something else right and then suddenly I hear as I'm looking down at my phone that Hoodfoot is one I'm like wait what yeah, he he hit him with a big lariat and uh, took him out with the chain on his arm and got him got the got the. Finger. That was it. Okay, because I was like, I saw the punch and I was like, oh, surely the match will have a bit more. I can look down my phone for a second to write that down. Match is over. Yep. So Hoodfoot wins. I I won't lie. I like Hoodfoot a lot, but I kind of wanted Akira win this. I agree. I was I I'm with you here. I was definitely on on uh, Akira's side. I was like, I, I, I was, I was definitely behind Akira, and I wanted him to win. But uh, you know, this was still a solid matchup, and uh, yeah. I can't wait to see Hood. I can't wait. I still can't wait to see what Hoodfoot uh, is gonna do in uh, TOS. Yeah, I think it's also because every time I see Akira in a match, he always loses. Yeah, and I'm like, give the guy a break. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Kind of, it, it kind of feels that way, huh? Mm-hmm. And he had some good. He had some good strikes. Like he was kicking the shit out of Hoodfoot too in this match. Mm-hmm. He was. What yeah, would you give Akira this was dominating a lot of this match. I'm going to give it a it high meh. It was solid. I really liked a lot of the spots, and I was uh, impressed by both of these guys. I'll, 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 I was also thinking high meh. Nice. Uh, that fucking weed whacker spot, man, was unnecessary, but I I was happy no one got hurt, so you know. Yeah, me too. It is what, it's a death match. I, there's not really much to play. It's more so just... <sighs> it's a death match, so people got hurt, but not like... Badly enough. Like, uh, the weed whacker, I feel like whenever I think of it, I'm like, I can't ever... You can't pay me enough to take that. You cannot yeah, no pay way. me enough to take a weed. No Ooh. way. Anywho, nothing to complain about a a, a weed whacker. Uh, let's get to yeah. the next match. Next up, we got uh, Slade versus Sawyer Wreck in another TOS Seven qualifying match. This, this match one was, was kind of a this match was kind of a squash, yeah, which sucks because I really like Sawyer Wreck and I really wanted to see Sawyer I... Wreck have like a good match here, mm-hmm. but uh, Slade just kind of. You know, beat her down and ended up winning this match pretty fast. In, in, in a hand, handily, I would say. Mm. Uh, I'll say fair enough at the beginning that Sawyer did get a good a couple of good shots in. Yeah. She brain slayed with the light tubes. The Oh my god, the two of them put gusset plates in their heads and they headbutted each other in the face with, into each other's gusset plates. And I was like... That was fucking cool. That was a good spot. Slade punching the chair out, out of her hands was pretty was metal as fuck. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you made a bad mistake here. <laughs> Uh, then Slade, the Slade won by choking her out in the shattered, uh, pieces of light tubes that he'd just been chokeslammed through, and he was stabbing mm-hmm. her with glass in her head, and she was screaming out in pain, and I was like, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I also wanted Sawyer Wreck to win, especially after her Planet Death match, because I thought that was actually one of the best matches on that card. Yeah, Sawyer Wreck had an awesome Planet Death match, and I really, I really wanted to, that, that, that's one of the reasons I really, really wanted to see her go. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I I get the I feel like some things. In the, I mean, granted, it wouldn't surprise me because some of these matches ran a bit went a bit over because some of these were long. Yeah, there were some long ass matches. But I, what what I want to give like this. I want to on one hand, the wreck and Slade match had a lot of good spots that stuck out to me, but it was really fucking short, which is really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. It yeah, was like I, a, I, I, it was, I think they were running out of time, and yeah. they needed to get to the title match still, but I, I really, really wanted to see them do, like, do more. Mm-hmm. I wanna, I wanna give this a high meh, but it's, mm, I don't know, I'm torn on that and the meh. Mm-hmm. What would you give it? Maybe that'll sway me. I'm gonna give it a meh. I think I'm gonna go it was with fine. You there. I I really I just really 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 wanted to see more of these two. Like that, that's it's like that, a shot. I, I, yeah, 
What is that? It's like a, it's like a, we got like a taste, like a, like a, one of those little, like, you know, when you go to a supermarket and they give you like those like sample plate things? Yeah. It's that's like, basically I got, what this was. We got that and I'm like, we're like, well, where's the rest of it? And they're like, that's all of it. Like, what? That was, what that do you was mean great. that's all of it? Yeah. That was great. I wanted more. Yeah. I would love to see these two, uh, absolutely murder each other in a, in a death match for the ages, but it was, this is what we got and it was still mm-hmm. fine, but I just, it left me longing. Yes. So, uh, it's time, yeah. it's quote Mark Henry, it's time for the main, the main event. event. Yeah. <laughs> we got John Wayne Murdoch taking on Cole Radrick for the GCW Ultra Violent Championship. Uh, this match was insane. This is a hometown hero versus vilified heel match, that's for damn sure. Yeah, everyone was on ratty daddy side everyone wanted cole radrick to win everyone like the whole place was behind cole radrick i was like i like john wayne murdoch and then the crowd was and then the crowd ended up turning me and i was just like all right go cole mm-hmm. i was like i like completely did a 180 i was like i kind of yeah. want john wayne murdoch to win because i like john wayne murdoch and i think he's really good <laughs> yeah they had banners they were passing out the uh radrick or uh radrick wins we riot signs yeah Ra- it was Rad- all radrick or riot it was cool yeah uh there, I there were a bunch of really good spots in this match. I will say this: John Wayne Murdoch, uh, Lauren from Your Dose of Death, that uh, the other podcast on our network, told me that he is amazing, and uh, he is. I, I concur after watching several of his matches. He's fucking great. Like, yeah. God damn! Like this man, he's a beast. He was a heel, and he knew he was going to be a heel, and he played the fuck up to this crowd. But he he can go. He <laughs> sure can. There was a comedian. There's a spot here where I thought it was really funny. Like Radrick's on the floor and he takes a little single light tube and he hits Wardock in the knee with it, which first mm-hmm. of all is just rare to not hit someone across like the body roll with it. Yeah, and I laughed because then Murray was like, "You bitch!" and he grabbed like a bundle of the tubes and just hit them <laughs> across his back, and I was just like, <laughs> "Oh man, it never was really take good." Yeah, never take a light tube to a bundle of light tubes fight. Yeah, especially uh, against Murdoch. Oh my god, yeah. Then there was uh, the fucking barbed wire board they had. Oof, yeah, that was violent. I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah, yeah, it was, uh, they were, it's just a barbed wire board and they were throwing each other into it. I was like, they were literally throwing the board into each other. And I was just like, oh. Yeah, there was one that. part where it, there was one part where it like got stuck to Radrick and it was like, oh. Yeah. It was like, mm. I loved how in this match, because we're, we're, we, going through this whole match would take so long, but, like, yeah. there was a point in this match where Murdoch low-blowed Radrick, and I remember Mikey said it best. He was like, boo, this is an anything goes match, but low-blows are still a heel move in this match, boo. <laughs> this is a death match, and they're hitting each other with light dooms, but a low-blow is still bullshit. Yeah, the, everyone in the crowd was, was booing the shit out of him, and I was, in my head, I was like, you know, there's not a lot of low-blows in deathmatch wrestling, is there? No, because it's like, it feels, out of everything else they're doing to each other, it feels kind of negligible, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, the, it's like, oh, you're bashing light tubes over each other's head, you're throwing barbed wire boards into each other, you're absolutely killing each other, and it's like, a low blow? That's, that's, that's your really? big move? After all, after all that? But like, hey, it still gets the heel pop, you know? It does. I. It feels like, like, how dare you resort to such a bullshit tactic in this match, in this death match? You fuck. It's the yeah, it's easy like, way out. It's like, don't be a coward, right? Mm-hmm. 
like fuck each other up with light tubes like <laughs> like like real like real men yeah uh throughout this match there were a lot of really good like light tube based spots that i really liked like a lot of really creative spots where they would like put the light tubes like in between each other's like bodies and like kick the other one out to break into it there was a spot where Murdoch had uh, Radrick sitting in a chair, and he kept striking the shit out of his chest. That and was he, cool. He went to hit him again, and Roderick, uh, Radrick dro- dropped toe-holded him face-first into the uh, chair, but he, mm-hmm. Ra- Murdoch had given him light tubes that he was going to hit into him, and he had basically dropped the light tubes onto the chair, so he went face-first into them. That was yeah. really good. I liked when uh, Radrick rode the ladder off of the corner onto Murdoch when he had the light tubes on his chest. Oh yeah, that was dope. It's a good spot. Uh Oh my god. Th- so in this match there was a comically large ladder that was basically tied to a corner that reached yeah. all up to like the chandeliers in the ceiling. And Radrick went to the top of this and oh my god, he he went through um what's the word? He went he hit Murdoch with a senton off of this. Off this door that Mikey and I were like this is going to break. Before he even hits this senton, isn't he? Like, it was yeah. wobbling. It was wobbling, yeah. It was tough. And he kicked out of it, because I remember that everyone in the crowd was like, what the fuck? And then Radrick got him in a, um... He got he got him an A submission that I can't remember. I think it was, like, the LaBelle lock, basically. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking to myself, as Murdoch is dragging himself through glass, that is a tough motherfucker, because he got a rope break, and I was just like, that... That was... That was, must have been rough. Mm-hmm. There was so much glass in the ring, and then finally, after a long, hard fight, Murdoch actually won this match by uh, hitting Radrick with a spinning superplex through a do- the door they were st- uh, in the corner that they were standing on top of, which looked really cool, actually. It sure did. The crowd, however, was not pleased with this. No. For a brief moment, people started to throw stuff. Yeah. And then we had the oddly wholesome moment where Murdoch, the heel, was like, yeah, don't, if you're a fan of him, just give me a second. Fought really hard. And I'll let these people decide if you get to be in, T- if you get to be in TOS. And the crowd unanimously he, agreed. Because, yeah, he had his spot to give. The, the, the thing was, he had his spot to give away. Yes, because he dislikes Alex Cologne and he thinks the tournament survival is bullshit and he doesn't need it. And and they also challenged uh, Alex Cologne to uh, Cage of Survival. Yes. Title, title for title. title. And <laughs> Mikey and I were like, well, now I can't hate him as much because that was a really nice promo. It's like he was trying to be a heel. He was being a heel this whole match and then he was just like, oh, oh, that was really wholesome. Wait. He's like, I'm going to do my own shit. He's like, I'm going to make sure matches like this happen. There's more deathmatch wrestling. And I was like, <laughs> everyone stopped throwing shit pretty fast. Yeah, it was like when the asshole. They were like, has oh, oh, he's cool. God damn it! He, like, oh, he's an asshole in the ring, but he has a. Po- okay, you know what? Uh, that's my champion. Yeah. So we ended out on a, on a, on a, a high note, despite the crowd being very upset that Radrick did not win this match. Yeah. Uh, it was cool though. I really enjoyed this match. A lot of crazy, awesome spots. Uh, Radrick looked like a monster. Uh, got his spot in TOS. Uh, and I can't wait to see Radrick kill some people there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't wait to see John Wayne Murdoch uh, and Alice Cologne inside the cage of survival. That'll be good. So, Mikey, now the question that we are all waiting for, or the answer: What are we giving this match? 
This match definitely gets. I think this. I think this one also gets a mark out for me. This one was uh, awesome. It really showed off how good Ragic is. It really showed off how good Murdoch was. I think both guys came out of it looking better, and it was just great. I was actually torn because I was like, hmm, I'm like maybe I'll give it a high meh. And then after that, I, I after realizing that the crowd had turned me as well as you, I was like, okay, you can take the mark out. Yeah, the the fa- how how into this match I got was yeah, I was very much was the I deciding was... factor. Yeah. I'm not even a massive Radrick fan, but when uh when he was uh when he kicked out of one of Murdoch's moves, I was like, oh thank God. And when Murdoch won, I was like, God fucking damn it. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. Yeah. It was cool. Uh <laughs> this whole match ruled. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this match was great. So yeah, overall this is a it's a great this is a really good pay per view. I agree. Uh this match this match fucked all the whole pay-per-view fucked. Uh yeah. it was a really good time leading up to TOS weekend. Uh and I think all in all the pay-per-view gets a mark out for me. I I think I will be inclined to agree here cuz it has three markouts. So Yeah, <laughs> a there bunch was a high mess. Yeah, this ma- uh, this this one ruled. Uh I was super into it. Definitely giving it a mark out. Uh it GC was fucking sick. W, man. GC fucking W, man. You are right. Uh, absolutely killing it as usual, um, and showing off that they are not just some brinky-dink company anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was that was TOS. That was not not TOS, not yet. That was <laughs> that, that was in too deep. That was that was what we thought of the show. Uh, if you were there, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the show. Let us know. Tweet tweeted us at Indie Waters on Twitter, where you can follow us. You can also follow the Countout Network. On Twitter at CannotPod. Uh, over at the Cannot Network, there is so much more shows for you to check out. Shows like How to Talk to Your Friends About Wrestling, Your Dose of Death, Ring Post Radio, Pure, Okada Shorts. We have all all flavors of wrestling here on the Cannot Network. So if you like New Japan, if you like WWE, if you like any of those, definitely check out. If you like Ring of Honor, go check out all the other shows here on the Cannot Network. I'm sure. You'll get to hear more about TOS Weekend coming up for on over on Your Dose of Death as well. Uh, so go check out those shows if you are into any any other wrestling at all. Um, and you can follow Countout on Twitter at CountoutPod. And you can go check out our website, CountoutPod.com, where we have all the information you need on all the podcasts and all of the hosts of the shows. You could also sign up for a membership over on CountoutPod.com, where if you like our, if you like our content and you want to support us, you can support us for $5 a month uh, and help the, the podcast network grow. You can also get your get merch over at countoutpod.com slash store. If you weren't one of the lucky people to get a free t-shirt, you can buy one for yourself over at the store. An Indie Waters t-shirt for yourself over on countoutpod.com slash store. And all kinds of other fun Countout Network merch as well. Um... And you can go follow, you can go subscribe to us on YouTube, Count Out a Wrestling Podcast Network, and like us on Facebook, Count Out a Wrestling Podcast Network as well. Uh, I believe that does it for the plugs. Zach, you got anything? Uh, for myself personally, never. You know me. Uh, anyone who yeah. watches the show knows I never have a personal plug. The only thing uh, I will plug something that Ryan very much wants to see grow much more: uh, our Discord. Yeah, yeah. Go check out our Discord. We are we now have a Discord that you can join. Uh, the link is on the Countout Twitter. You can find it over there. Uh, at, uh, yeah, definitely go check that out. We would love for you to join the Discord. We'd love for you to be a part of the community. We all just talk about wrestling whenever it comes on. We're all just 
hanging out in there, and uh, it's a nice little public place for everyone to chat and have uh, fun conversations about what's going on in the world of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, I mean, that's about everything. The most I, else I can say is, uh, to those of you that are first joining us here, uh, thank you for the listen. It re- we really appreciate it. And if you still want to hear more of this, uh, we've got plenty more coming in the, in the following weeks. So this isn't our usual format. No, we yeah. We go into much more in-depth with the matches, but nine matches in one episode is quite a bit. Yeah, we yeah it it is. Uh, but uh, like like Zach said, this isn't our normal format. Next week we'll be back with three three diff- three more matches to talk about, uh, and give ratings to, and we'll get get a way more in depth into them and give a much more detailed review, which we normally would give you a little. We would give you a preview of this week, but maybe we leave it as a surprise. I think we leave it as a surprise. So come back next week and check out what matches we check out then. Uh, and we'd love to have you. Uh, thank you if you if you're a new subscriber or if you're or if you've been a subscriber again thank you so much for being here we really 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 appreciate you um and yeah i think that about does it we said everything we needed to say except for this one last thing which is to remember that there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there so never stop exploring This has been a Countout Podcast. Hi guys, this is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present or future and you're probably wondering where you can go support us you can find your dose of death podcast on all major podcast platforms especially along with the count out network of podcasts and also you can support us on the count out patreon as we have exclusive content only on the patreon for all of our listeners we hope that you go listen to your dose of death podcast very soon and see you at the shows